This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to the Morning Report, number one hundred and fifty. What? One hundred fifty. What? One hundred fifty. <laughs> Some of y'all never thought, y'all never thought in a million years we would get past 15, let alone, let alone 150. And when we got close to 50, you thought, well, it's about, it's losing steam. That's the end of that, right? But you were wrong, and I was right. Oh, again, again. <laughs> 150. Today, on July 1st, 2020, in the year of our Lord, it is exciting to be here this this morning, and I, I'm I'm going to tell you, it's not been easy, but we we're getting it done. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, what it's about and why 150 is important, and what you can do to let's get to another 150 and expand. Um, sometime today, we're going to talk about that on this broadcast. We're also going to talk about. Uh, I'm going to play you a clip from. Um, a, uh, a Senate hearing where Rand Paul has some pretty pointed remarks for Dr. Fauci, especially as it concerns reopening schools, the data for doing that, 
how important it is to do that. And, and as so many um, of the on the left point to data from other countries about such things. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, go ahead and play. I'll, I'll go ahead and play that for you. And um, a little bit about the um, the couple in St. Louis that defended their home from the mob. The narrative of the left about peaceful protesting, what that's about, and kind of what happened. So you have a little bit more of an understanding of not only what happened, but who these people are, who, who this um, gentleman and his wife are. Because I think that, you know, a lot of times we get everything out of context. We see a 30-second video on Twitter, and then we think that we know the story when that pretty much ensures that you don't know the story. So that's why, we ha that's why we've been here for 150 episodes. So you can figure out what the story is. That's why we're here. I feel like I'm a translator, like I'm a social media translator. You see, you see something on social media, and I go, yeah, I know what that's what you thought you saw and that's what you thought you heard. Uh, and I, I know that's what it sounded like, but let me translate it for you into terms that you can do something about. That's why we're here. I know that sounds awfully, awfully elitist. I understand. It's not meant to be. Unfortunately, it happens to be true. All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report right after these messages. You know, every man my age should have three things in my opinion. First, you should have your own barber. Second, you should have your own car mechanic. And third, you should have your own florist. That's right, florist. My florist is Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida. An FTD Top 100 florist, Blooming Days meets all of your floral needs while respecting your budget. Give Christine a call at 813-933-1942. www.bloomingdays.com This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org.
Okay, uh, again, welcome back to The Morning Report. The Morning Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com. 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 That's where it all starts. Oh, my goodness. 150 episodes of The Morning Report. Um, it's it's funny. It's, it's sort of in my brain started off as you know what, maybe we would cover a couple of news stories uh, as we are expanding what we what I was trying to do with fight, fightbackmedia.com and um, be more, I don't know, visible on a daily basis. Uh, Fightback Media had just become a website. Uh, it's, frankly, I'll be honest with you, it kind of lost its way as to what the purpose was. Under The underlying purpose was to push back the liberal narrative and what was starting to happen is that we needed to push back that narrative every day not just every so ever so often ever so often you need to be pushed back every day on every story and i thought the best way to do that was with the daily what daily program um it's sort of it's sort of my i don't know podcast roots when i was doing the the Willie Lawson show on Blog Talk Radio that was called Real Talk now those episodes are still out there uh, I was doing two hours every day five days a week two hours a day five days a week now sometimes I had guests and sometimes I didn't most times I did not I was doing two hours a day by my lonesome covering news stories of the day uh, I was either culling those stories from Breitbart.com I was going into my local, this is how long ago it was, going to my, going to my local newsstand and buying newspapers to cull stories. Yes, I did that for two or three years, every day. And you can see that if, if you go to Blood Talk Radio and you look for Real Talk, what, that's what the show is named now, but you can see that I started back on March 25th, 2008. And there was a couple of year period where I did a program every day, Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, excepting some holidays, um, for two hours. And the show was two hours long. Yep. And at the same time, I was on local radio on WGUL 860. It's now called WGUL The Answer. I don't know where they get that from, but it's the Salem Broadcasting. I was doing a, a um, what do they call that, not a sponsored, uh, where you pay to play. My advice to you, uh, if you are looking to do that, don't. Uh, don't. Don't. Uh, they'll tell you that you can get sponsors for your program, but for the most part, the only sponsors you can get is for the, are for the day part that you're on the air, and for the day part that you're on the air on some weekend um, afternoon at four o'clock or five o'clock, five thirty in the afternoon. No one's going to want to sponsor that show and pay for it. Nobody, because ain't nobody that dumb. It's like getting a sponsor for your timeshare. You can only be in that timeshare for that particular week, and they can only advertise on your show on that day part when nobody's listening to AM radio. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's dumb. 
don't do it. When it's so much easier to do this, it's so much easier to do. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna spend a lot of time and have no one listen to you, you might as well do a podcast um, that you can do for free. You might as well do a YouTube channel that you can do for free. If 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 you're gonna get the same response, and if you do a YouTube channel and Google doesn't crap your AdSense account, uh, you may even you may get lucky and make a few dollars. The chances of you are of getting rich are pretty much zero, pretty much nothing. But that makes more sense than um, paying to do radio, AM radio. Even if you think it's cool, even if, if your friends are saying, yeah, but if your friends are saying, yeah, then have your friends write the check for it every month. Because you're going to have to write that check every month. And you're not going to have, spon- I'm going to tell you now, you're not going to have sponsors write that check for you. You're not. It's not how it's going to work. Because they're going to ask how many people listen to your uh, to your show, and you don't have a show yet, so there's no way for you to know. And you're at 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, and ain't nobody listening to AM radio, talk radio, at 5 o'clock on a Saturday. Don't do it. Anyway. So I, did, I was doing that at the same time I was doing two hours a day. I had more listeners on the podcast. I had more feedback on the podcast than I did on, on, on the show, I think. I think my AM show was starting to gain traction, but wasn't nearly soon enough. And that ended up being a, a hellish nightmare you know, financially, and I had to stop. And then um, 2014 happened, and I got sick, and... It, we trailed off a little bit, and uh, I didn't have a voice. I, this melodious voice you hear today, it went away. It was it was kind of sad. It was kind of scary for me too. I couldn't breathe. Um, it went away. My brain, I mean, my brain fog was real. It was real. So we backed off, and then Fight Back Media came to me. And we launched Fightback Media and the Fightback Media web, .com website. And um, Morning Report was born from that. So that was cool. And uh, we are still we are still rocking the, um, the Morning Report and Fightback Media. Fightback Media is growing and, and changing in the sense that we've brought some folks on to help. It's always good to have partners. Paul Swanson has been one of my... Uh, has been my ride or die, that's for sure, um, for years, literally for years, dating back to the, um, dating back to the Ball Talk Radio days, um, back in, you know, 2008, 2009, so it is, is awesome that, um, Paul is one of our partners here. And of the Swanson Report. Now, he just got a new website, too. Let me see if I can find it. Um, but you can get to a lot of his material by going to the fightbackmedia.com website and checking out um, the links across the top, uh, and you will get to his... Uh, hmm. uh, he's building the site. It's not quite up yet, apparently, so... Uh, he will have a new website, and we will announce that here on the program on Monday. Uh, or maybe, yeah, Monday. 
because uh, we're going to do some things this weekend. There's something weird happening where he lives that we're, that we're covering. Uh, we're also, uh, Fight Back Media is also trying our best to help people who have been shadow banned and throttled. Our friend, uh, Alfonso Rachel, um, and, and you're wondering, well, what happened to Zoe? Well, Zoe has, has been a victim of Google and YouTube shadow banning for the past five years, where you simply couldn't find his content. It just it didn't show up in any suggested videos. It, it, it didn't show up in any searches. Uh, and that wasn't because his content had changed or wasn't good. It's because his content hadn't changed and it was still really good. So his videos are on our website so you can have access to them so you can so you can subscribe and you can like and you can share um, and they're always going to be on my website so even if you don't know if there's something new I do I do and you can have access to it on the fightback media website so fightbackmedia.com website and of course the same for my friends Kevin and Janelle Batts from Red River TV and 46 News. Same thing. Same same scenario. You can always have access to all of their material from the fightbackmedia.com website. We're also partners with uh, a new venture called tbctampa.org, Tampa Bay Conservative, Tampa.org, um, by conservatives, for conservatives, with my uh, friend Tim Bryce, and you've probably already heard the Bryce. Bryce is right. Uh, you the new one, the new one is up tomorrow, so you'll hear that. Uh, and um, so we have lots of stuff going on. It's growing, and if you want to be a part of it, just send me an email, wls860 at gmail.com if you want to be a part of it. Uh, and I and we'd love for you to be a part of it because this is, you, you know, what it's obvious now that we are indeed in a fight for the Republic. And that sounds, sounds hyperbolic, but it happens to be true. Happen to be true. All right, um, let's go ahead and get to the story. Um, Rand Paul was, was there was a, um, what what's the name of the um, committee? The Senate uh, Health, Education, and Labor uh, Committee. That he sits on, so of course, if you had, if if you didn't know, and and all of you who listen to this program know that Rand Paul's a doctor, just like his dad. Um, he's an ophthalmologist uh, and not an epidemiologist. No, and, and and a lot of the criticism will be, well, he's not an epidemiologist. What does he know? Well, he's a freaking doctor. He's been a doctor for thirty plus years, and he could read those studies as well as anybody. Even if it's not in his in the field, uh, his field of study, he's not an idiot, and gives us an uh, you know gives us all sort of a look into that thing. Um, Doctor Anthony Fauci has received a lot of flack lately for urging states to stay closed, predicting little more than doom and gloom for the U.S. coronavirus outbreak. It's all you hear, and. And a lot of us out here has been saying so. Okay, okay, so, and we've been asking local governments. Okay, okay, okay. I hear what you're saying, but what do you have to see? What do you have to see 
to make these to make changes, something positive? What do you have to see? And you can't get an answer. Well, Rand Paul has finally wanted to confront it, Dr. Fauci, on the tone, the level, and the content of Fauci's remarks in the past few weeks. And we've got those here for you. So we're going to go ahead and play that. Um, if you have any comments about it, please, the chat room, the chat room here on Spreaker right now, it is open. Or you can send me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com, WLS860 at gmail.com. This is Rand Paul at the, um, the congressional meeting, uh, his comments to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Conceit is the concept that central planning with decision-making concentrated in a few hands can never fully grasp the millions of complex individual interactions occurring simultaneously in the marketplace. It is a fatal conceit to believe any one person or small group of people has the knowledge necessary to direct an economy or dictate public health behavior. I think government health experts during this pandemic need to show caution in their prognostications. It's important to realize that if society meekly submits to an expert and that expert is wrong, a great deal of harm may occur when we allow one man's policy or one group of small uh, men and women to be foisted on an entire nation. Take, for example, government experts who continue to call for schools and daycare to stay closed or that recommend restrictions that make it impossible for a school to function. For a time, there may not have been enough information about coronavirus in children, but now there is. There are examples from all across the United States and the world that show that young children rarely spread the virus. Let's start in Europe. 22 countries have reopened their schools and have seen no discernible increases in cases. These graphs behind me show no surge when schools open. The red line is where the schools opened. There is data from Austria, Belgium, Denmark, France, Germany, Netherlands. No spike when schools are opened. Contact tracing studies in China, Iceland, Britain, and the Netherlands failed to find a single case of child-to-adult infection. Here at home, child care for essential workers continued to be available in some states throughout the pandemic. Brown University researchers collected data on daycares that remained open during the pandemic. Over 25,000 kids in their study found that only 0.16% got COVID. And when you looked at the confirmed cases for staff, there was about 1% of more than 9,000 staff. The YMCA also has put forward statistics. 40,000 kids at 1,100 sites. There were no reports of coronavirus outbreaks or clusters. Dr. Joshua Sharfstein of Johns Hopkins writes, there is converging evidence that the coronavirus doesn't transmit among children like the flu, that it is a lower risk. Just yesterday, the American Academy of Pediatrics says, we got to get kids back in school. We want them physically present in school. They even cite mounting evidence that children are less likely to contract the virus. Ultimately, this all comes down to the fatal conceit that central planners have enough knowledge somehow to tell a nation of 330 million people what they can and can't do. 
perhaps our planners might think twice before they weigh in on every subject. Perhaps our government experts might hold their tongue before expressing the opinion whether we can play NFL football or Major League Baseball, not in October. Perhaps our experts might think twice before telling the whole world that a COVID vaccine likely won't provide herd immunity. We don't know. Why, why weigh in with these opinions that we have no knowledge of? These are forecasts that may well be wrong. Perhaps our experts might consider the undue fear they are instilling in teachers who are now afraid to go back to work. No one knows the answers to these questions. We shouldn't presume that a group of experts somehow knows what's best for everyone. Hayek had it right. Only decentralized power and decision-making based on millions of individualized situations can arrive at what risks and behaviors each individual should choose. That's what America was founded on. Not a herd with a couple of people in Washington all telling us what to do and we'd like sheep blindly follow. This all begs the question, what are we going to tell the people the truth? That it's okay to take their kids back to school. Dr. Fauci, every day, virtually every day, we seem to hear from you things we can't do. But when you're asked, can we go back to school, I don't hear much certitude at all. I hear, well, maybe it depends. All of this body of evidence about schools around the world shows there's no surge. All of the evidence shows that it's rare. I mean, we've so politicized this and made it politically correct that the WHO releases that it's rare, and you have a scientist up there honestly giving her opinion. What happens to her? She's blackballed, and her, her report that she refers to is taken off the website. When you go to that, the, that scientist's speech and you, and you try to lick, clink on the lick, the WHO has now screened it from us because it said something that's not politically correct, that guess what? It's rare for kids to transmit this. But I hear nothing of that coming from you. All I hear, Dr. Fauci, is we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't play baseball. Well, even that's not based on the science. I mean, flu season peaks in February. We don't know that COVID's going to be like the flu season. It might, but we don't know that. But we wouldn't, we wouldn't ban school in October. You might close some schools when they get the flu. We need to not be so presumptuous that we know everything. But my question to you is, can't you give us a little bit more on schools that we can get back to school, that there's a great deal of evidence, and it's actually good, good evidence that kids aren't transmitting this. It's rare, and that kids are staying healthy, and that, yes, we can open our schools. Mr. Chairman, do I have a little bit of time to... Well, I give you a little... <laughs> That was well that. over five minutes, but we'll Thank you, Senator go ahead and answer the, please answer the question. Yeah, so very quickly, Senator Paul, I, I agree with a lot of what you say about, you know, this idea about people having to put their uh, opinions out without data. And sometimes you, you have to make extrapolations because you're in a position where you need to at least give some sort of recommendation. But if you were listening, and I think you were, to my opening statement and my response to one of the questions... I feel very strongly we need to do whatever we can to get the children back to school. So I think we are in lock agreement with that. The other thing that I'd like to, to um, clarify very briefly is that I, when things get in the press of what I supposedly said, I didn't say, I never said we can't play a certain sport. What happens is that people in the sport industry, they could either be people from Players Association, owners, people involved in the health of the players ask me opinions regarding certain facts about the spread of the virus, what the dynamics are. 
I give it, and then it gets interpreted that I'm saying you can't play this sport or you can't play that sport. I agree with you. I am completely unqualified to tell you whether you can play a sport or not. The only thing that I can do is, to the best of my ability, give you the facts and the evidence associated with I know about this outbreak. Thank you. Thank you. We just need Paul. more optimism. There, Thank you, there Senator is good Paul. news out there. We'll now We're go not to Senator Casey. There you go. Mr. Chairman, thank you very much for the hearing, and I want to thank our witness. There you go. Um, there you go. So what, so what Rand Paul was able to do is he was able to, to force Fauci into a position of siding with common sense, natural sense, as I call it, um, that a lot of times these people, uh, now Fauci says he's sort of forced into making these recommendations without the data. Okay, that right there ought to tell you that these people, that, that, that to follow these people, um, these people's recommendations without question, as Rand Paul puts it, like sheep. It's foolish. It's like following them around the, this following the lead sheep around the field and they're not. They, they don't know where to go. They they don't know where the next pasture is. They don't know if you're gonna. They're gonna. You can be leading them off a cliff. They don't know. It's the. It's what we we talk about here. Uh, you know, and in fight back media all the time. The government that governs best is the government that's closest to you. And ask them where they're getting their data from. If indeed, folks, if indeed people are concerned about your question and try to, quote, shame, end quote, you, uh, and try to tell you that you're this or that because you're simply asking a question, uh, you made the wrong, you, you made a lot of the wrong choices in the people that you've put in positions of authority. My name is Willie Lawson. This is The Morning Report. We'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance 
Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Um, I'm sure that everybody saw on Twitter the video of the man and woman in Chicago uh, in front of the really nice house, the mansion, some would say, um, in a gated neighborhood in St. Louis, uh, brandishing weapons to protect their home. I'm sure you saw that and you were like, what the heck is that? That's, that sounds, that, that looks scary. That looks scary. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it did look scary, uh, but it's, but there's an interesting thing to it. Um, it's an interesting twist, I think. Um, to give you an idea where they live, uh, hearing from the gentleman who is a um, he's a private injury private injury attorney, uh, maybe not somebody that normally because he practices you know personal injury uh, <laughs> law that I'd be hanging out with. Um, but, you know, according to the story that's on Town Hall, uh, it reads, you could almost hear the narrative being crafted in liberal newsrooms. The white couple who scared off lefty trespassers in St. Louis was about to be, were about to be poster kids for every garbage, quote, woke, end quote, narrative under the sun. These clowns forced their way onto these people's property. They were trespassing. That's illegal. Now, stop some of you think well the video i saw people were standing on the sidewalk they were now the covenant in that neighborhood is that inside that fence it's all private property there is no public property all those roads are maintained by the people who live there it's all private property. So being on the sidewalk or even in the street in that neighborhood is tantamount to being in the guy's living room. And that's not something that, that, that a lot of us hear because, frankly, a lot of us don't live in, in that sort of enclave. We don't. We don't. Normally... When we say, when we think, you and I think private property, generally speaking, it's, okay, you stay on the sidewalk and you don't come in my yard if you have a yard, right? In this particular um, convent, I guess they call it, um, the idea is that if you breach the gate leading into this enclave, all of that property is private property, all of it. And unless you have business there, 
that is approved by the people who live there, then you are indeed trespassing. Yeah. Funny, the mayor of St. Louis lives in that community. Hmm. Yeah. Mayor's down with the people. Down with the cause. These are the very same people that the people who are protesting elected. Yeah. Yeah. Lefties. Anyway. So they were trespassing, and that's illegal. And that's a key aspect of the story. The property belongs to Mark and Patricia McClowski, who came out armed with firearms to, to deter uh, the agitators from the premises. So, of course, the dude, Mark, was was sporting an AR-15, which, of course, triggered the crap out of people because almost everyone knows kind of what that looks like, Right? His wife had a handgun, um, but he had this AR-15. So, of course, some of the people, people on the left thinking that he could mow down all 300 people with one of those 300 um, clip magazines. Just mow them all down and just hold the trigger down and kill every single one of them. Well, that would not have been how that would have worked. But anyway... Um, this was a case of self-defense. To make things more interesting, the McCloskeys are, are sort of, are actually supporters of the Black Lives Matter movement in the sense that Mr. McCloskey has defended black people from unlawful treatment by St. Louis police for years. He's, he's defended black people who were suing the St. Louis Police Department for years. Hmm. Interesting. So the mob was, was supposedly marching on the house of the mayor, Lida Krusen, who's a Democrat, after she released the names and addresses of locals um, who are, excuse me, at the addresses of locals who are for defunding the police department. So the mayor, leftist Democrat, Lida, doxed a bunch of the pe bunch of people who were in favor of defunding the St. Louis Police Department, and that caught the ire of the mob. Interestingly enough, this same mob who was upset that the mayor doxed them, didn't have any problem with doxing the McCloskeys. Letting everybody in the world know where they, know they, where they lived, where they worked, the um, websites uh, of his law office, the phone number of his law offices, and they have received threats nonstop since this event happened. Interesting, isn't it? This is the mob, kids. Some legal experts were actually asked if the Malkowskis would be um, charged with a crime. And they said probably not. They were on their property. They didn't fight. They did not fire their weapons. And if you look at Mr. Malkowski, his hand is never on the trigger. He's actually holding um, his, his gun pretty safely. I wish it had been more pointed to the ground sometime, 
um, and not point it straight out, but his finger is off the trigger. His wife, who doesn't know anything about about guns, apparently, um, is not practicing as safely, and unfortunately could have hurt herself or her husband, or one of the riders. That's the interesting take for me that that this this this, this um, personal injury attorney has spent years and in his practice defending people, black people, ostensibly who were, were mistreated by the St. Louis Police Department. And the mob had he and his wife frightened for their very lives. Interesting, isn't it? Folks, it's time to pray. Now, it's time to work, for sure. November elections are coming up. Some of y'all have mayoral elections. Some of y'all have city council elections. Some of y'all have county commission elections. Some of you have, some of you have alderman alderman elections. Everybody's got a um, pretty much everybody has got a U.S. rep election. Some of us have uh, U.S. senate elections, and of course the presidential election um, is coming up. Not only do we have to pray because there's a lot of people calling for prayer, and that's a good call. But the Bible says that. Faith without works is dead. We do have people who are involved in intercessory prayer. I understand that. I know that as needed. But generally speaking, faith without works is dead. So it's time to get busy. If you want to see a change in what we've been seeing this summer, then it's going to require that you do something. This is not all on Donald Trump. It's not. Please don't think, please don't sit back and think that if Donald Trump gets reelected, it's all going to be okay. That is scary, frankly, if you think that that's going to be the answer to what you're seeing today. Not at all. It's going to be better when you get to work, when you get involved in your community, when you stand up for what's right where you live. That's what it's about. All right, we need to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out, go ahead and, and, and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, take care of yourselves. My name is Willie Lawson. This is The Morning Report, a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. Join us tomorrow for a new edition of Bryce is Right. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. 
Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sniffs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sniffs> Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.